This is the Assumption Church Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Assumption Church is a Roman Catholic community under the care of the Franciscan Friars Conventual of Our Lady of Angels Province. It is a community of faith which is active in service and its ministries bring the gospel message of peace, reconciliation, and love to Syracuse and all of Central New York. Your glory here among us, great is our With a quick show of hands, how many of you have ever been to a wedding reception? Almost every, Sister Bernard, you ever been to a wedding reception? Okay, thank you. How many of you have ever been to a large banquet? How many of you like dinner? Almost everybody, a few people are clearly fasting, but okay, you know, we'll go with it. That's the context, really, for all of our readings this weekend, and it's something that we can all, or at least almost all of us, relate to. We've all been to a wedding. We've all been to a wedding reception. We've all been to a joyful event that focuses around a meal, and that could be a holiday, a wedding, a graduation, a confirmation, or perhaps just Sunday with chicken cutlets and butter and caper sauce. Wherever we find ourselves, we all have that experience of sharing a meal joyfully, where there is abundance, where nothing is held back and we celebrate. And that's the context for not just our readings this weekend, but for what we celebrate every week when we gather to celebrate the Eucharist. Because when we gather to celebrate the Eucharist, we do so to celebrate a banquet, a meal, where nothing is held back, and only the finest and choicest wines are served. As I was reflecting on the readings this weekend, particularly the gospel, I found it somewhat troubling in the beginning. Because if you look at the gospel reading this week, it really is kind of in two sections. The first section, we hear about this great king who went out to bring in all of these people, and the invited guests rejected him. And then he went out and brought everybody else in. And I think that's a beautiful image, really, of salvation history, of how our God goes out to the highways and the byways to invite people in. And perhaps those who were invited first didn't recognize the king, didn't recognize the invitation, and did not come. So the king sent other servants to go out and bring people in. And I thought that was a lovely image, really, of salvation history and the evangelization that our church as a whole should be engaging in. But I kind of got stuck with this poor man who wasn't dressed right. Because all of a sudden, this parable, at least in my mind, took a shift into the insanely shallow. How could this king, who in knowingly invited everyone, rich, poor, good, bad, now all of a sudden have such a turn of heart 
when he saw someone who wasn't dressed well enough. And not only that, he had him bound by hand and foot and cast into the darkness where there'd be wailing and grinding of teeth. Thank you for coming. And it was a little bit troubling as to how this whole parable fits together. How does this parable have any meaning for us in our day and age? I do grind my teeth when I sleep, and my dentist can attest to that, but I didn't think that's necessarily where the gospel was leading us. But I think the more I thought about it, perhaps it doesn't have to do with what that man was wearing on the outside, but rather his internal disposition as he came to the banquet. And I think that may be the key to understanding this parable. That yes, our God invites everyone to the banquet, everyone to the feast, the feast that is ready. And in response, we are to have the proper disposition if we're going to enjoy that banquet. As I've been hearing confessions over at the mall, so often people have lamented that for six to seven months, they weren't able to go to church. They weren't able to celebrate the sacraments with the community. The best they could do was watch it on TV or on their computer. And each person who's brought this up has lamented how much of a piece of their spiritual life was missing and how upset they were about that. But now that we're able to gather back together as a community, I think we still have to be conscious of the disposition that we bring to Mass every time we gather. And I'm not necessarily talking just about receiving the Sacrament of Reconciliation before we gather. That might be important and that might be needed for some, but perhaps even more so, what is the internal disposition that we brought with us this morning? Think about it. Did we come out of obligation? Did we come because we have nothing to do before brunch? Did somebody make us come? Do we come here, but yet perhaps a little spiteful? I'll go and I'll sit through it, but I'm not going to like it. Or do we come with that internal disposition of joy and happiness and even a sense of wonder at what is going to happen? Not wonder about how far along the parking lot is, but wonder and awe in the sense of the meal that not only we're invited to, but the meal we're going to share. What we're actually doing when we celebrate the Eucharist. I've celebrated Mass in a number of churches, and so many times when I go through the sacristy to get ready, there's often a plaque on the wall, and sometimes it's carved like in marble, sometimes it's just in metal, sometimes it's framed, and I found one down in the lower church. And it reads, Priest of God, say this Mass as if it were your first Mass. 
Say it as if it were your last Mass. Say it as if it were your only Mass. And the quote isn't attributed to anybody, so I'm assuming it's anonymous. And I thought of that in relation to this man at the wedding banquet. And I realized that what's framed in this frame that used to hang in the lower church sacristy doesn't just apply to myself. It applies to all of us. And I thought, what if we just change the words simply to a disciple of God? Attend this Mass as if it was your first. Attend this Mass as if it was your last. Attend this Mass as if it was your only Mass. If we did that and reminded ourselves of that every time we walked into this church, how much more energy would we put into this celebration? How much more would we possibly get out of it if that was the case? If this was our first Mass, my guess is we would be filled with an awful lot of joy, an awful lot of excitement, an awful lot of wonder, an awful lot of happiness. If this was our last Mass, perhaps we would hang on every word. If we knew this was the last time we would ever be able to gather to celebrate the Eucharist, what would we take away from the readings? What would we take away, perhaps, from the homily, from the prayers, from the final blessing? What would be that thing or those groups of things we would want to hold on to if we could never celebrate Mass again? To celebrate it as if it was our only Mass. If we only had one shot to do this, how much energy would we put into it? How much attention would we give it? How much would we give of ourselves in this Mass? I ask you to think about that, not because we're bad people, not because we're not paying attention, it's not an admonition, but rather a reflection on our own internal dispositions when we gather for Eucharist. Because so often, I think, we do things on autopilot. I know I do. If I pull out of the driveway of the friary, I turn on the radio, I start driving somewhere, 10 minutes later I realize I'm going in the wrong direction to the wrong place and have to turn around and come back. Has that ever happened to you? It's happened to me. Even when I come here sometimes to celebrate Mass, I've got 15 things to do on a particular morning, and perhaps I say the morning Mass just out of habit to get through it. But today, we're all, myself included, reminded to take time to reflect on what we're doing, the importance of what we're doing, and as we've learned in this past year, the privilege of what we're doing to gather as a community chosen by God to celebrate a choice banquet. In you are every day becomes eternity. Thanks for listening to the Assumption Church Podcast. To listen to more episodes, connect with us and our community, 
or join us for worship, please visit assumptionsyr.org.